Hello, and welcome to episode 118 of Book Wars Pod. I'm Kate, and I'm here with Chris, Chris, and Miranda, and we have a gang all together for the first time in a while because I said I would be back, and then I wasn't because then I died anyway, even though my class load was nothing because there was a pandemic and I had to grade. We would be honored if you would <laughs> join us. Amazing. Thank you, thank you. I'm pretty sure... We, we figured this out last time, but this, I think, is the first book you've read with us since last September. That's oh, my God. <laughs> actually oh my the God. worst. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I hate... And you know what? I'm going to have to drop out in the fall again because my cla- well, because my teaching how, load. Yep. That's how school works. Yeah. <laughs> it <I> comes <laughs> again in the fall. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Listen, I'm teaching two classes next semester, and, and it's going to be... classes special i know i'm taking two i'm taking two cla- I'm, I'm teaching two classes i'm taking two and i have to take thesis hours so i can fucking write a book so i gotta play so many video games <laughs> i what? got a toy working yes i've yes. had this toy but i figured out how to get all of these things onto the toy so if you're been... annoyed by this i don't care it oh will continue God. to be this way if you're annoyed um, by this you should probably find a different podcast yeah i was gonna say if you're annoyed by this how have you made it 118 <laughs> episodes of the book wars pod speaking of the book wars pod i don't even think i've said what we're reading yet like what we're discussing no this, you so did you did oh no you didn't you just said it's i sure fucking didn't <laughs> Never I was mind. Say, Miranda, did you hallucinate Kate's intro like oh, what's happening god all right so we are reading we are starting today alphabet squadron by alexander freed which is the first in what is to be a trilogy. The second book is coming out this about a month. Year? Yeah, June okay. 23rd. Oh, okay. I I was like, I don't, everything's delayed. I don't even know when anything Honestly, he's Honestly, at the anymore. rate we read and keep taking weeks off, it'll probably be out before we finish this. Hey, we haven't yeah. taken a week off in a while. That's true. Since we've, we've been, been recording on Sundays. That's true. Um, so we are discussing through chapter five today. Um, I, I, I really like Keeks, how you named the specific, like, recording room for this. Start through chapter five, bitch, you better work. Okay, we've been having <laughs> some technical <laughs> difficulties, and by that, I mean, I haven't been able to get my mixer to work on this computer, and it's been really trying, so... I'm just, it better, like, because, especially because in an iota of foresight, Instead of just testing by myself, which is what I always do, I made Chris get on the computer with me and test like several hours ago (laughs) and it worked. And I was like, bitch, you better work. (laughs) We actually (laughs) tested this. So anyway. Um, But what are we drinking, y'all? Oh, my God. Um, We like that. I'm re so before we've been doing what we were drinking, we I'm forcing everyone to do a new segment um, called "Name One Thing That You Got Excited About This Week" because gratitude is great. Oh, so I love I, it. It's not in the outline. I should probably put it in there so people s- prepare for it. Um, let's see. What was one great thing that happened this week for me? I'll start. I usually have one thing when I come into the podcast, and this week I have. Uh, nothing. No, actually, we started couples therapy. That was great. So yes. I know that's 
people think that that is a bad thing. It's preemptive couples therapy. It's like good. We're calling it pre premarital premarital counseling. So yeah, everybody yeah. needs space couples therapy. Oh yeah, God. everybody also needs space individual therapy. That's <laughs> so space every therapy. I mean, we anyway. did that before yeah. doing the Ex- marriage. So. Exactly. It was great. So it was great. <laughs> What I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, we will be accepting other shit you guys want on the soundboard uh, in the Patreon Slack. So if we you want, we need to get Orca from Resistance saying something. I don't know. Oh why, great! But yeah, I need Aww. to watch that so that I get the. God yeah, damn it, anything that's uh, listen. No, I've watched parts of it. Um, yeah, have you watched Clone Wars yet? No. Oh my god, bitch! Kristen, I've listen. watched Clone Wars. Listen, <laughs> listen I try to spend my partner is furloughed so i actually try to spend time with him so that he does not want to walk into traffic outside of working hours so i haven't and usually that means letting us coexisting on the couch so i should probably just watch clone wars it's great great just make make him watch it it's gonna be fine fuck no i'm not making him watch that he doesn't make me watch his terrible like i shouldn't say terrible his fucking artsy fartsy movies that he likes to watch well you can do a trade and it'll be you'll both hate it does that i haven't been succumbing i haven't been making him i haven't (laughs) been letting him make me watch movies so god (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, cool. So that was my good thing of the week. Uh, whoever has one, go next, and I'll add super inappropriate sound drops <laughs> in between. I can't Jesus wait for us Christ. to get sued by Disney. That means we made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got free money to do some art for the yeah. summer. So that, yeah. Great. That'll cover our legal fees. <laughs> uh, it's five hundred dollars. It's not a big grant, honey. <laughs> uh, five hundred dollars yeah. plus our um coffee fundraiser yes $507 that's awesome that's enough was it like writing art yeah I I was like you do you does art I do I do I do art um I yeah no it's uh I I'm I'm writing a thing uh yeah school is giving out grants to artists who wanted to do art thingies around COVID so I'm making a do you, have y'all heard of twine? Have I talked about yes. this? Yes. Wait, actual L- like wait, the like world's twine? largest ball of twine? <laughs> like a is a twine a concept or is it just I'm like I know what string is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am not making string. I twine is the name Listen. of a software so that oh. basically um it allows you to write just like online like choose your own adventure style. Oh, that's fun. So we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I have to hand it in by August fifteenth. So I, I should p- hopefully we'll have something to share with people who want to play with it by then. It's gonna be really depressing. Fair warning. Cause, number one, because it's me. And number two, because it has to be about COVID. So <laughs> no, that's um, awesome. Yeah, no, so that's awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> Somebody else talk. I'm done. <laughs> Kate's gonna be so Fuck. mad at me by the end of this. Oh Listen, I socialized God. these, and then you guys gave me suggestions. <laughs> so I've added the ones that you asked me to add. I didn't ask for pod racing. That was all <laughs> you, bro. Oh. That is actually correct. <laughs> I was like, I have to add. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> Why would I not? Add? Did you guys really think that if I had a soundboard, that it wouldn't be on there? Miranda, what are you grateful for? 
So yeah, what's your good thing this week? <laughs> I felt like an actual person on Sunday afternoon. Um, I got to run some errands, which is, I guess, now a thing that we get excited about. Yay! Um, but the last couple of weeks, I've been doing my grocery pickup at um, a place across uh, the river in Washington. And, like, for some reason, driving there instead of, like, to somewhere else in Portland just makes me feel like I'm really going on an adventure. Um, so that was fun. And I did, like, I went to my parents' house and unloaded a couple boxes. Um, Are your parents out there now? Did they, did they make uh, it? No, they, no, they just have a house. Here. Oh. They have a house. <laughs> Understood. Okay. So they will, they will be here in a, a few weeks, but for now, it's two house burb. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh, my God. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Also, Burb, way to be a rebel transporting fruit across state lines. I know. Oh, my God. Scandal. Um, was, well, uh, you know. Disney's going to sue us. The <laughs> Portland or Oregon Department of Food and Agriculture is going to sue us. Oh I think God. they have reciprocity, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the shit? I had an actual point somewhere. Oh, Big that's where true. the good Chick-fil-A is, Miranda. Oh my There's God. a good Chick-fil-A over there? <laughs> yeah, that's where, like, we went and gave blood at uh, at a library in Vancouver, because that was, like, the um, the one... Sorry, I'm trying to open a beer, and you guys know I'm inept. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, like, the nearest... That was the closest time, uh-huh. the soonest time, there we go, um, that we could donate. And I was like, fuck am I doing? I'll absolutely drive to Vancouver to do that. Um and then I told Quinn I would get him whatever he wanted uh, for drive through on the way home. So we went to Chick-fil-A, Ooh. obviously, um, and made sure that I talked about how gay I was the whole time, um, <laughs> like Good. we like to do. As, as you ordered. Love like it. As I assume. ordered, obviously. Yeah, I love it. Through I my have car. the gayest chicken you can possibly find <laughs> because I'm gay. And by gay, I mean super gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly. Um, anyway, very efficient operation. So great that a few days later it was Quinn's birthday. And I was like, what do you want to do? It's your birthday. And he was like, can we go back to Chick-fil-A? And I was like, Fuck. yes, we absolutely Love that. can. I would like a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, yes. my goodness um, gracious. Yeah. But then I also on Sunday went to one of our favorite breweries here in town. Um, did a little online order ahead of time and picked it up and got a t-shirt um, that'll be featured on the Instagram at some point. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I hated I, everything about that. <laughs> I'm going to log off now. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Like, you guys realize that these are all from Star Wars. It's not I like know. I invented them. Okay, but you're out of context. Out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Well, yeah, this is co- out of context pod famously. God. Christ Almighty! Um, that's great. You went to, to you went to level. I just yeah. finished. I I've had this beer on the pod before, but I just finished the uh, the old school IPA, Ooh. which I believe 
I was on this podcast and said, Dad would hate this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also drinking level when we get to that section. Oh, yeah, when we get to that <laughs> section. I was going to say, I finished mine, so I'm going to talk about a different one. Um, <laughs> Chris hasn't gone yet, and we also still haven't talk, talked about alcohol, and we are 12 minutes in. So. I know, but gratitude is important. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Also, Star Wars. Um, well, I mean, we this never weekend, can we Star go to Popeyes Wars. and get spicy chicken sandwiches? Yes. Say yes. Popeyes Kate, I don't great. know why you're being so quiet right now. I do. It's because you're playing Gwent, but... It's what because you're point? taking too long. <laughs> I asked you a question. What? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I ask you? If we could go to Popeye's and get spicy okay, chicken fine. sandwiches. <laughs> and I said no. Can you please? <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of you. I hear. I listen when you talk. She just chooses to ignore you, Absolute. which is very smart. Yes, it's true. It's true. That's, That's a fair absolutely point. true. Um, I am great. Speaking of sandwiches, I am grateful because <laughs> we got to get outside on Saturday and safely consume some bomb ass sandwiches uh, oh, from yeah. a place called Cured in Boulder. They do like yeah. deli meats and shit. Um, deli meats. If you took any photos of that, send them to me. I did not, but I can promise you it won't be the last time we go. So. Yeah, can you send them just to me too? I really love sandwiches. Just take pictures of things and just I'll put them on the Instagram. Just take pictures because of everything. That, like, it can be tangentially Star Wars related in that we talked about it on the podcast, so it has nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> Official prosciutto mozzarella and arugula sandwich oh of the pod. Of the podcast. Yeah. That's right. Amazing. That's right. Um, um, that yeah, that sounds drinking, so good. Um, I'll, I'll kick off the next segment. Thank I'm you. drinking a black cherry truly. Um, oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, as uh, listeners, longtime listeners will know that I have a problem with hard seltzers that are too sweet. I actually had to give my wild berry truly to Kate. It's because delicious. That shit was like oh, sickly. really good. They're all good. So that's why I'm drinking a black cherry now. Great. I have an extra one because I grabbed one and the Christmas like here and I'm like, do you really want this to happen to you? Yeah. And I guess he did. So that's cool. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm just happy for us. So we're, this is not a Sunday podcast and it is now just a half hour after we were supposed to start recording and we're actually recording. Right? It's true. Instead of just starting the podcast. It's true. <laughs> so I am very, very impressed with us right now. And by just starting the podcast, you mean one of us finally decided we're too depressed 23 minutes later? Mm? Yes. <laughs> yes. Why not both? <laughs> hey, I also had another thing that I w- was up. I uh, I was like, oh, another thing. I also was going to couples therapy right after. So I was like, I don't have enough time. I'm going to have a panic attack. It's legit. Anyway, oh, okay. that wasn't even a dig at you for yesterday. Oh. <laughs> that was literally just what we do every time. No, we've been doing it fine on Sundays. Stop saying that. I'm happy about how good we're doing. I know, on Sundays. Before that, not so much. Cor- absolutely correct. Okay, <laughs> what's we do the other uh, flavor? Or are they the same? Um, I mean, I've, 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 I've got a black cherry as well, which I have not had yet. So cool. Yeah. That's what I was exploring. Miranda, what's your level? Hi. So again, I'm drinking a level beer (laughs) (laughs) from here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I'm drinking the bad ombre, which is a Mexican. It's (laughs) fucking delicious. It's a Mexican style lager. The easy drinking style of beer made popular in Mexico. Light-bodied, crisp, clean malt character with mild corn flavor that goes great with the lime. This yeah. beer is bad. 
dangerous. And if you add a lime wedge, it's out of control. The fake <laughs> news will tell you that clear beer is weak. But that is only what losers would say. This beer is classy and made for winners. Winners who like the beach. <laughs> Salud. Yes. Uh, I had the Breakside Mexican lager earlier with dinner. Ooh, Which is a, very good. They have a Mexican uh, lager? They, out? Mm, yes, but you have to get it in a growler. It's called the coldest beer in town. Okay. I can do you that. You live right there. I live right there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we've had like four growlers of it because it's like the lightest thing we could get there and it's so good. Uh, speaking of our good friends at Breakside, I'm drinking a Breakside Pilsner. Crisp, Ooh. refreshing, floral, old world with a modern twist. 5.2% alcohol by volume. And now it's got a little bus on it, which is very cute. Ooh, 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 ooh. Best Pilsner in the city. It's so fucking good. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's so good. Agree. I love the Breakside Pilsner. It's 5.2% though, so of course I like it better than all the rest of the Pilsners that are not 5.2%. But it's also very good. Look at the size of that thing. Christ almighty. <laughs> Great. Should we Star Wars now? We did it. Star. We did As it. if we needed another segment, but listen, <laughs> gratitude is important, and I this want everyone to be grateful, and even if they shut the podcast off or fast forward <laughs> through this part, depending on who you are. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we appreciate you. We'll just start oh including, God. like, uh, a preview tag, being like, we start actually talking about the <laughs> podcast at 17 minutes and 32 seconds. You know what? I'm going to fucking absolutely start adding that. Thank that you. That might not be a terrible idea, honestly. I think that's a good idea. 30, some actual fucking Star Wars. <laughs> Great. It's added to the outline. Um, cool. When and where are we? We're in a new book. We're in a lot of places and we're at a lot of places and we're <laughs> timeline in a lot of places and it's God. really confusing. <laughs> All right. Well, for, first of all... Jesus fucking Christ. First of fucks. Um, <laughs> um, Chris, Chris needs to explain a few, th- a few things about the context, I guess, of this book getting published and other media that tie into it. Oh, yes. The comics. Thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So as some listeners may remember, uh, as we talked about on the pod or just followers of Star Wars, um, there's actually a tie-in comic uh, called TIE Fighter uh, that talks about the pilots of Shadow Wing, which, as we now know, are the main antagonists of Alphabet Squadron. Uh, that was like, I mean, was intended, is like kind of like a concurrent, not quite concurrent, but close to concurrent storyline, just to introduce that side of the conflict. Um there was some controversy around it because Chuck Wendig was uh, hired to write it and then got fired by Marvel for being liberal. Uh, and <laughs> while he was writing, the, it ended up being called Vader Dark Visions, I think. Um, maybe it was, I think it was going to be called Shadow of Vader before that. That comic series that also ended up getting given to someone else and was absolutely terrible um yay yay um, but it so this so given to someone else who 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 was a, was a white man so yeah as i recall so. oh yeah it was it was i mean that was the one that like one of the issues was just going around twitter because it was just blatantly misogynist um misogyny in my star wars i know <laughs> wild misogyny in my star wars think. fandom mm. um but 
what was I going to say? Oh, so Jody Hauser uh, ended up taking over the TIE Fighter comic. Um, that's that's kind of really all to say. Um, when they when Marvel fired Chuck Wendig, that was kind of another of the many nails in the coffin of why we don't read Marvel comics. Um, their editor-in-chief is extremely racist. Their senior editor in charge of Star Wars com- comics uh, is apparently also super racist and thinks that telling people to not be racist is too controversial for Marvel. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a thing that exists. I also I was, don't think the TIE Fighter comic's very good. I was really, it would have been good if they let Chuck name it TIE Fighter, like T-H-A-I, and then <laughs> he got fired again because it was Space Asia. It would have <laughs> been good. God <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, what are you gonna fucking do? It's he he's a white man who got fired for calling out racism. Like way to set the bar as low as you can go and then limbo the fuck under it. No, I you know I agree. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just limbo just, under that low low bar, oh, Star Wars, yes. thank you. Oh yes. So when C B Sibolsky and or uh, Mark Panachia get unceremoniously booted to the door. Please and maybe God. we'll read Star Wars comics again. I thought they smelled bad. Oh my God! On the outside. So you already used that one. That one's better. That's better, right? I mean, it was slightly more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't like them. They're bad. Although we like tauntauns. We do like tauntauns. <laughs> there. Have I said you? God, I need to dig up some video of. Organ I didn't making. put any tauntauns yelling, by the way. But yes, go ahead. I, no, no, I just need to like fi- dig up some video of Orca in the winter because um he oh. hates the cold desperately and he will just make tauntaun noises if you take him in the car when it's cold and just oh, very sad sure and also very funny. He sure does do that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's incredible bullshit. Yeah, I love it so much. It's, it's pretty good. All he's right, also so dreaming right now and his paws are twitching. Oh, <gasps> Ooh, he's having a swim. <laughs> he realized we were talking about him and just bolted upright. Uh, yep. Sorry, that's, that's everyone's orca update. Um, right. Anyway, so now, where, when are we? Now we can talk about it. We're, uh, we're doomed. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is a book of a lot of locations and a lot of characters. So this first episode might just be all set up, and that's fine. Um, so we are one to two-ish months after Endor. Um, the reason we know that is because... Talks about Operation Cinder, during which Erika defected. And uh, as we know from previous media, such as Battlefront 2 and the Shattered Empire comic, Operation Cinder happened very quickly after the Battle of Endor. Seems like it was a matter of days or weeks at the most. And uh, she defected during that and then has been at Traitor's Remorse for... About a month, she said, before she gets recruited by Adon. Is that how you say his name? Oh, I don't no. know. How is it? Uh, it basically just sounded like Aiden. Okay, that's Aiden, what I Which okay. is dumb. It looks like Adam. Yep. Yeah, as far as right. I can tell, <laughs> as, far as, as far as I can remember from literally listening to the audio book, uh, yeah, it's like Aiden. Okay. Fuck you, Chris. I mean, you can always count on me pronouncing the Star Wars names wrong. That's correct. <laughs> you can always count on the Star Wars names being fucking stupid. I so. mean, that's also true. <laughs> it is Star Wars. Um, so, Alphabet Squadron also has the... 
I don't want to call it a B plot because it's it's like a, it's like a one and a two plots. Um, there yeah, because they're all gonna plots. end up being main characters. Right. Uh, right. Right. Exactly. I mean, it is inevitable. The titular squadron. Yes. Oh gosh, I had a. <laughs> I, I, I had a, I had a teacher who hated the word titular because it said tit in it, and so every time I wrote it, he would cross it out and then write something like write title or whatever. And I was like, so I just kept doing it, obviously because I'm me. Anyway, That's pretty funny. Uh, I, I love said using better. it because it reminds me of Ladybird. It's the titular role. Oh my god, I love it. It's so good. Titular is a great word. Yeah, it has tit in it. Yeah, well, uh, like it's also just a good <laughs> word. It's got a lot of con- it's got a lot of hard consonants, which are fun to say. It's true. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the other plot um, takes place on the um, is it a, is is the Hellion Stair capital ship? It's it's a it's like a it's like a recon ship. All right, what what it's the like fuck ever? Frigate it's like situation. a lowercase ship. It's kind of like Twilight Company ish. Okay, okay. I fucking hate you, Kristen. <laughs> oh my <word. laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know. I love that Kate's back on because it's turned back on to. It, we've turned back into bitch. Shut the fuck up, pod. I. And we had such a good few weeks while we were reading Tarkin. Kristen was on topic. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> I mean, that's closer to the mark than you usually get. So you know, we'll take that. Kristen knew the names of the the characters. No, what? <laughs> no fucking way. I mean, sort of. There's oh, like God. zero characters I mean, in that true. book. She knew Tarkin Invader. Yeah. Two right there. <laughs> Two more than she knows in this fucking book. And Palpatine. Oh my god. Alright, so so <laughs> So the other the other side of the is we're on the Hellions there and they're being chased around by um Shadow Wing because they've got some kind of secret spy information about what remains of the Empire and we don't know what the fuck it is yet, as I recall. Um right. and so these two things are happening vaguely simultaneously. Maybe the Hellion Sayer storyline is happening a little bit after Erica gets what what happens with Erica um, because she's because she because she, she gets recruited to New Republic Intelligence and then she's kind of like there for a little while doing shit work because Aiden's like I'm gonna give you shit work to do because you're annoying. <laughs> I but it's not believe. like shit work like Thrawn made Eli do. It's correct. <laughs> it's actual shit work as opposed to like super helpful shit work that Thrawn. Refuses yeah. to tell you the answer to. Yep. I believe that the battle over Jerus happens roughly two weeks before Erica is recruited. Okay. And then the resulting kind of chase through the the Oridol cluster uh, is happens over the course of those two weeks, three weeks ish, and then they spoiler alert. Oh, but Squadron will all meet up right. at the same time. Well, well, where we stop is where Erica figures out what what exactly has happened with um, the Hellions Dare and Shadowing. Right. I think at that point we are roughly concurrent in the timelines, where like the yeah. Hellions Dare is stuck in the cluster, mm-hmm. and Erica has discovered that they're in the cluster. Right, and then the actual B plot involving um, Commander. How do how do we say Nuras Nuras? Uh. I've been do- saying it in arrest. But... Okay. Uh, I think that's right. Keep going. I'll, okay. <laughs> I'll try to jog my own memory. Nice. Uh, where she's just the commander of Shadowing is basically trying to pull together um, her little remnant of the Empire, which we're probably going to talk more about in a future episode, the way that um, 
the Empire has splintered. We've talked about that in previous episodes, especially when we were talking about Aftermath, um, the, all the Aftermath books. But again, we're getting another side of it, and it's it, it's which is pretty interesting. Um, and we did get sorry, we did get uh, Grand Admiral Sloan and mm. Grand Moff Pandian. Yeah, yeah that, I enjoyed that, that part. Sorry, was... go ahead, Kate. I tried to sneak that in between sentences, not to interrupt. <laughs> Listen, butthole. <laughs> Boy, I don't need to deal with you. Um, <laughs> sneak to interrupt, Bob. Oh my god, that's all I do. I Jesus. never make a point. I just sneak to interrupt with stupid non-jokes that aren't funny. Oh my fucking god. Um, so <laughs> less and less as we go on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, speaking of aftermath, we're about four or five months before the Triliki starts. Yes, so, so we're a little less than a year before the Battle of Jakku. Yep, exactly. At the beginning of aftermath, Wedge notes that it's been six months since Endor. Obviously, if we are one to two months, you can do the math. I really can't, but go on. Math is hard. <laughs> All right, shall we talk about our uh, our cast of characters, who are as usual in in Alexander Freed book. Uh, just a bunch of problem children. <laughs> oh my god, they're so good. I love them. I love, all. love them all. all. the worst. All of them. Do you want to come shoot shit with me? Aren't we going to get in trouble? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I, I mean, but probably shoot also. Shit. Probably also, though. <laughs> god. Um, so, of course, first up, we've got Erica, my... My, my Gaijin queen. I love her so much. Yay. Who, <laughs> um, Imperial defector who, you know, it's kind of like judging herself for how late she chooses to defect. Like, she sat there through Alderaan and all the other crap and the second Death Star exploding. And when we finally get to Operation Center, she's like, huh, this is like, it's especially bad and it's just like all the other stuff wasn't especially bad before that and she's like well you see i didn't want to get off the couch <laughs> which is a uh, fucking mood Situation normal. <laughs> <laughs> like we have a, a point on this later uh in the outline but it, it's like you know you know she kind of implies that like oh she knows this is bad and she she wants to join the rebellion but like that Operation Cinder, like you said, seems to be her are we the baddies moment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. Not to bring up genocide for the 98th podcast in a row, but like <laughs> you've been doing genocide this whole time. So no, many literally genocide. It's the fucking part bad. She, I know. The part where she's just like, like, we've been doing genocide this whole time, but at least it was like genocide with a point i guess i don't understand what this the point of this genocide is and i'm like erica sweetie oh no (laughs) yeah somebody needs to tell her that genocide is bad like full stop yeah someone should tell the empire that because none of them seem to care i don't think they would listen to me why wouldn't they listen to you you're very assertive miranda (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I did not come out to be attacked like this. Jesus Christ. Um, it is interesting, though, because she's, you know, she's kind of like a, like, a very, like, insufficient, conscientious objector. Like, she's like the people who are, like, still working at Homeland Security or ICE and being like, I'm protecting America. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
the people inside the Trump administration who are like, I'm still working for the Trump administration because I'm trying to fight the power from the inside. Good job with that. Everyone's still died of COVID, but continue. By, by getting anonymous book deals and making money. That's how you're doing <laughs> it. No disintegration. Oh, my God. But I want to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, and, I mean, we're going to obviously get a lot more about Erica because in a in a book of about five equals, she is kind of, like, the most equal of them. Um, that's that. That's what the Empire told her. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Um, but it is interesting because we've, like... We've seen Imperial Defectors before, obviously. We talked about it in Battlefront 2 with Aiden and Dell, obviously. We've talked about Sinjir. We've talked about... Um, I'm sure there's more that I just can't remember right now. Um, one of the people from the Love one. Um, the, the Claudia this Gray. Is, this Sienna. is helpful. Thank Lost you. Lost Stars. Yeah, oh, Sienna. Thane yeah. and Sienna. And Kendi, for that matter. Mm. Um, but it is... Like, she's kind of in a unique situation because she defected really late. Like, she's one of the people who kept fighting beyond when it was reasonable. Yeah, yeah are honestly, we talking about Erica? That, yeah, yeah, well, that and, like, you know, with Aiden, like, she was a true believer, you know? Like, she... She grew up in a military family. She grew... Like, she grew, she grew up with, the, with, like, just, like, being basically groomed. Mm-hmm. Um... Erica didn't necessarily have that conditioning going into this. Like she was just like, she she want she want she wanted what Luke wanted basically in A New Hope, which is yeah. to learn how to fly and then fuck off. Um, or at least that's what she says. I don't know if she does her, like she reveals anything more about that later. Um, but because I was going to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Mother of Christ. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> like she, like basically like she her, she she and her like, you know, her adolescent like love interest uh whose name i cannot remember right now because she's mentioned for about a blip like she like basically she was like this girl's hot and she wants she wants she wants me to join the rebellion with her okay was that part not about her mom no no, no. oh fuck <laughs> i definitely read this has got a lot of things that she needs to work through <laughs> no but I mean, Erica is Erica's a frat bro who started going to surge meetings because her girlfriend was an SJW. <laughs> like, oh, no. Listen, do not paint lesbians with a broad brush. <laughs> <laughs> not all of them want to adopt a child after being together for three months. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But see, my, my thing with Erica is like, you know, she says this and that's that's the image of herself that she's trying to paint that apparently she had this girlfriend who convinced her and not her mom who was like you should join the rebellion um but like i think chris was alluding to this it's kind of too late to do that sweetie i don't like know. it doesn't fucking mean anything i don't at this mean point. to be like i don't mean to be like it's not that early i mean it's not that late but fucking the battle of jakku is 10 months later ish it's true there are just, like, still a lot of fucking idiots in the Empire. Yeah, but it's not centralized like it was yeah, before. I mean, that's that's like, totally fair. I'm just, like, of the latecomers, she's, like, pretty, like, in the middle? I don't yeah, know. I, I think, you know, that, like, at this point, when she jumped ship, 
the rebels have already destroyed two fucking death stars listen <laughs> like that is the biggest fucking super weapon in the goddamn galaxy and they've they've killed it twice the emperor is dead um kind of allegedly and <laughs> like the all of the um the empire people are like well you're gonna fucking come to me and we're gonna figure this out until we find Ray sloan but I'm not listening to you right now. Like, there's no order, which is what the whole fucking, you know, quote-unquote point of the Empire was. That's no moon. Oh, my God. Um, I, I, think, I think where I draw the line with this is, like, so Aiden's a true believer who's been brainwashed since he was a child. Like, I get, like that, I can, I can understand that. Singjir is eyes wide open about everything. He's just super cynical, and he wants and he like wants to feel powerful because he had a shitty childhood and and then but with erica i think i draw the line at though just because like she knows what she's doing like she she has integrated that into her brain hole and still didn't defect and i think that's like i don't know i think that's i think that's a sticking point for me no yeah, that's and fair I, think- I was i was just talking about like as far as when she could have defected. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying she has a bad or good, like, obviously, I think she should have defected earlier because, like, any hint of genocide should be enough to defect, question mark. Um, <laughs> but h- however, uh, I'm, like, in the, if we're looking at, like, the timeline of defectors, she's not as late as, like, any of the people who were in the Battle of Jakku. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and it's. I sorry. Go ahead. I I just think it's wild. Like when she's at the trader camp place, um, like traders remorse. You see, you see her fucking judging the people who defect a month after her. Yeah. And it's like your timeline wasn't great either. What? Who are you to judge? A bitch. Yeah. No, and I mean I think, and she knows it in mm-hmm. her mind, right? Because she, does. she talks about the first waivers, and the second waivers, and like the first waivers are the people who. You know, like, regardless of how they felt pre-Endor, post-Endor, they saw their opportunity, there was chaos, there was plenty of opportunity for them to leave, and they did. And Sinjir was one of them. And Sinjir Mm -hmm. was absolutely one of them. That's absolutely right. And so, the difference is, it took her longer. It took her decision-making process longer, and that shows, to Kate's point, that her defection wasn't motivated by the empire being bad. It reached a point where it got bad enough, but like she had to quantify it because she didn't defect at the first possible opportunity. Totally. Um, and then kind of like, honestly, like he himself being the embodiment of devil's advocate, math, Tencent. (laughs) Yay. Oh no, he's hot. Tencent. God. Yes. Honestly, all of them are hot, and I'm just like, it's fucking disaster over here. It's fine. Listen, Kairos. being yeah. bisexual is a trap, and I do not wish it on anyone. It's true. It's a trap. <laughs> yes. Um, I do have lots of people saying that. Do I? No, I think I just have... No, never mind. I just have lots of people saying it's not my fault, which oh is... My. I mean... True. Fair. Yes. Also not my fault being bisexual. It's not my fault. Oh my god. Also, not Han Solo's fault being bisexual. What? What? It's true. Um, 
But yeah, so we just got. You heard it here first. Oh my god, you heard it here first for the ninth time. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So we have Nath who defected before Alderaan, I believe. Yes. Actually, be- yep. but he well, only did it. D- yeah. Because. He got caught out for fucking like just like ex- like extortion basically because he was like over here just being like, "Hello, pirates! I would like a cut of your take." But also, "Hello, people being attacked by pirates! I would like you to pay me to protect you from pirates." LOL, I will not. And then he got caught. He and the rest of his people. Don't yeah, he's like the Michael Flynn of the Empire. He's the one who's <laughs> oh like God. so bad and so stupid that. They, they have no choice but to put him in jail. <laughs> I don't know who you are or where you came from. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, did he did he defect poor Alderaan? Yes. Did he do it for the right reasons? Absolutely the fuck not. He also, like, fucked right off from the rebellion for a chance he got and decided to go, like, do pirate-ass shit somewhere else. So, oh, Nath. He's, uh, the, the only people he seems to care about are the people that he lost um during that mission where you know it was basically supposed to be a bombing run at a shipyard and like he didn't he didn't care about anything before and now he super doesn't care about anything okay not to bring up rebels again but bombing runs at shipyards really go well why would you say that <laughs> to me why would you say that those words in my presence I haven't been on the pod, and I'm, I'm putting the pod again, guys. That's it. I just, oh my god, I. Nath also flies a Y wing, which is like strikes one, two, and three right there. Oh yeah, uh, that's oh, yeah. Isn't there like a lot of uh, within the fandom fights about the these ships that all these fuckers are flying? About how a Y wing is basically just like a floating dump truck. <laughs> I mean, listen. You just said floating dump truck, and I go, oh, that would be nice. I would like a floating <laughs> dump truck, so. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. To each their own. I oh just know Jesus. that there are people who know things about Star Wars who are arguing about this, and they're angry. You know what? It doesn't matter, because they're not listening to this podcast, because there are three women on it, so it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Doink. <laughs> That's what we've got going for us. Oh, my God. Um... But I also feel like, despite himself, Nath, Nath's taken kind of a shine to Yurika, just because he's just like, you are a piece of trash, and I am a cockroach, and we can be friends. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. He's like, oh, you're a piece of shit? I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I know, it's so good. Let's go hang out in the toilet. It's so good. <laughs> you oh, But, you know, I'm sure we will get more Nath just having feelings aside from i don't care about stuff but we haven't quite gotten there yet do you mean nath having feelings and not ever talking about them in my star wars (laughs) it would never happen it is funny though because erica gets to him because he's like he's very he's very cool guy like i don't care about anything i don't have feelings anymore and she's just like i was in shadow wing and he like Without missing a beat, tries to kill her. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. I like Na- hashtag Nath shot first. Right. I was. I, I love how she was like, "All right, I'm gonna. He's gonna try to kill me as soon as I say this. So I'm gonna be prepared." So like, she says it and then just kicks his chair over. It's just like <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of not talking, Kairos doesn't talk ever. 
Yeah. She, she said like three words. No, that's true. Well, no, she she um astral projected three words. Yes, Erica thinks she heard three words. Um, so yeah, no, she's our mysterious U-wing pilot. I'm sure we'll get more on her later. Um, what I wrote on the very outline. Af- very afraid of her. She's so <laughs> cool. Oh my god. <laughs> what I wrote on the outline was looks like she could kill you and definitely would kill you. She's the one who got uh. Uh, cockroach fuckboy to defect. <laughs> Correct. From yeah. Defect from be- pretending to be in the Republic. <laughs> God. It is also, also it- like she she flies a U-wing in a squadron of fighters. A U-wing is not a fighter. No. Listen, That's some a some people like boy. Some people like things that are named after letters. No, I mean, <laughs> what? I, no hate. Like every ship in the squadron <laughs> is named after a letter. They're all letters, Kristen. It is called Alphabet Squadron <laughs> for this reason. It's not over yet. Oh, oh, Jesus. But yeah, like she's like the Han Solo or Harrison Dula, where she just flies this big bulky piece of junk, and yet somehow racks up as many or more kills than the rest of them. Because she's scary as hell. Yeah, because she's and terrifying. She, she could kill you with her pinky. She's very good at things. She sure is. Like being silent and conveying menace <laughs> and, at the same time. And making everyone completely horribly afraid of her. Yes. Despite <laughs> never speaking. Solving constipation within the squadron. Oh my god. Speaking well of people. Timed. Well timed. Jesus. People who are going to be afraid of Kairos who haven't met her yet will. <laughs> sweet. True. Sweet little baby who comes from this, like, just this tiny little podunk planet that's got nothing. Just wants to, like, ride it's his. got dragons. It's true. I was about to say, he just wants to ride his, like, his, his, his fucking burbs and stuff. And his space dragons. Exactly. Yay. And yeah, no, he's just, he's like so soft. The way he like, I almost like, I was just like, I, I had to stop reading um, one night because I had to go to bed, um, but I stopped. The I'm bit. proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't want to ask what time it was because that will make me not proud of you, but I'm still <laughs> proud of you <laughs> for knowing the concept of going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just play The Witcher. Um. But yo, shut the fuck up, Chris. I saw that face. <laughs> there um, are side quests to it to go. That it's true. There are many of them. It's 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 great. Um, but I had to stop at the bit where um he just barely squeaks his ass into hyperspace and his like entire like last whatever the damn hell is like cracking and he's got no oxygen shit and he's just like talking to his ship and I'm just like, oh you sweet baby. I almost cried because he's so cute. I was it's- just. He loves his ship so much. It's it's big soft boy Han Solo vibes. So cute. He just loves his ship. It's just so soft and so gay, and I just love him so much. Another happy landing. It's true. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just like I just have had have a lot of like. Like, I just want to wrap him in a blanket, basically, is how I feel about this character. He's a soft baby. I know. Just, like, the only the softest, burrito. softest blankets for Will Lark. Please and thank you. Cool. Space burrito. And then, for the oh opposite of soft, 
We have Chess. Another character I'm fucking terrified of. Sure. I love her. Yep. She's the best. I love her so much. She's on the cover of the sequel, which makes me happy. And also Ooh. worried for her. Oh no. When, oh no. Um, when I was reading the part where like she first kind of pops up and is like yelling in the town square or whatever, I was like, oh, I gotta go. I'm afraid. <laughs> She's like in a tree and screaming at people for no reason. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm just like, honestly, it's big me energy. <laughs> I was gonna say... In a I mean, tree, screaming at people. <laughs> I mean, Kate, how did you? you did sh- how did she get up there? On this pod- on this outline. Little she, ball of anger. She made her husband put her up in that tree. Is what they've left out. <laughs> <laughs> put me up in the tree. Give me a booster. I'll kill you. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. She's just. She's like. She flies a fucking B wing and plays fucking like heavy metal while she's fucking bombing shit. <laughs> And is like at a funeral trying to fucking have a fist fight. Like Jesus Christ, girl! I relate to that. <laughs> also, Having one emotion that is anger is fine. I just love that all of their ships are in garbage condition. Like Will's is literally being held together by duct tape. Like Chas is like burning out the electronics every time because she plays her music too goddamn loud. My favorite- was like every, like literally every time she 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 goes in her ship and she she starts it up she's like there's this one button on it that she's to slap like five times to get the fucking <laughs> ship to turn on and i'm like girl yeah that's the equivalent of like you know the, the um person in high school who has enough money like from their job to buy a shitty car mm-hmm. yeah. and like every time they try to start it you gotta pray real hard yep always park it on a downhill <laughs> it's <laughs> oh good advice jesus <laughs> jesus christ in um, life and in cat massage what no one what? knows what i'm talking about it doesn't matter <laughs> what? i will send you guys it is an old meme from pre-meme i will send the link it doesn't matter people who listen to this podcast who are too on the internet will know what i'm talking about hopefully <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> God damn it! None of you know about the cat massage video. This is very no. upsetting. <sighs> now I just want to pull it up on the iPad and make Please. everyone listen to no. it. No, do, do not do I'm that. I'm not do going that. to. I'm not going to. I said I want to. This is growth. <laughs> anyway, so Karen Aiden. Oh my god! Oh no, no. I have one more thing about Chas though. I I'm obsessed with her. Like. Sweet little burgeoning romance with Satanique, and I am very afraid for this poor fucking parrot frog, who is definitely going to die. I just know it. I just know. I haven't read this book before. Chris has, so and he just keeps like giving me looks. I I just know he's gonna I'm die. Decidedly not looking at you. I you're just, no, but the but listen, the the amount that you're blinking and staring at your desk right now is like <laughs> alarming. Um. I just assume anyone I like in this book will die. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is an Alexander Freed book. That's not a bad guess. <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, I'm like, Parrot Frogman, like, I already miss you. I'm very sad. Rest in the most peace. I know. I, I, I thought he was already, like, about to die at the end of this section. It's like, oh. I mean, that was quick. Sure. <laughs> All right, Chris. You want to you wanna buy some death sticks? Yeah. Karen Aiden does not want to go home and rethink his life. That's all. I, that's all I got about this guy. Honest to God, like he's just—he's a real sleaze bag. Oh my some God. might say. Stop it. He's just so tired, 
and his cousin wants to sell you some death sticks, and that's all I got about him. <laughs> that's a mood. I, I love how exasperated he is at all times. <laughs> so tired. He's he's like, oh, you want to do something? No. How about you no? annoy me? <laughs> how about it's... we don't? <laughs> oh my god, I know. It's like big caning trying to train Ezra energy. Oh my god. <laughs> what about not being a fucking annoying teen? Have you considered that? Have you considered walking into the space desert? <laughs> Have you considered mastering the Jedi skill of stop fucking bothering me? <laughs> <laughs> God. Listen, and then Ezra just pops up and goes, oh, is that a Jedi skill? <laughs> I Listen, it's not season one of Rebels anymore, Ezra. Shut the fuck up. Some of my favorite... Um, Kanan and Hera fanfics are Ezra being the dumbest child alive and not realizing for like six months after he's been living on the ghost that Kanan and Hera are together and then Sabine is just like slapping him. <laughs> I mean, this bickering is pointless. <laughs> I mean, that is something that I would do. It's like, okay, but like, I don't know. I just my Miranda fanfics. bad at picking up on things. <laughs> fuck. Hera's Kanan's mom, duh. That got really weird. Chris, please move along. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to go down that section of AO3. <laughs> uh, you're the one who was like, the girlfriend is the mom, right? <laughs> no. Well, I, I thought she was talking about like listening to the shit when she was a kid with her mom. And her mom was like holding her because she was young. No, honey. Oh. Cool. Good. This continues to get weirder and worse every time we do it. Um, but yeah, anyway, Karen, we're going <laughs> to learn more about him. He's kind of the worst. You know who's not the worst? ITO. Yay! I, Torture. It's just a soft spot in my heart for little baby droids, especially when they used to literally murder people. Yeah, I love that, like, of the former Imperial droids that we've seen, uh, the one that the rebellion or the new republic has reprogrammed they kind of like have the same vibes like i get strong k2 vibes mm -hmm. and it's just like i could kill you do you want to know the odds of this failing uh this is a bad idea and i'm just gonna watch you do it <laughs> it's like no fucks given i know it's so great i i realize that his primary purpose is to be a, a spy droid for for karen but also like, he's just like, let's do therapy. And she's just looking at it, and she's just like, you still have a needle attached to you, bitch! Like, it's just... <laughs> like, he's it's incredible. so committed to being a good therapist. I know! It's so cute. It's so sweet. I'm just like, I'm glad somebody's having space therapy, even though it's like fake space therapy. But also, like, he's just like, I know I'm supposed to spy on you, but also I care about you <laughs> as much as I can because I'm a robot that used to kill people. <laughs> like, every time Karen asks him something, I keep thinking he's going to be like, I'm sorry, that breaks doctor-patient confidentiality. I, <laughs> I love how every time he's like, you should really go see a doctor. I know. She's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, this is not the first bone I've broken. I do not need your advice, even though you used to break bones. <laughs> Thank you. And meanwhile, the droid's just like, and then she just, she'll just do something, and then she'll be like, ow, and the droid's just, he just looks at her. And he's like, I don't even need to say anything to you, do I? <laughs> I also love it's it's 2001 Space Odyssey, never blinking eye. Yeah, it's so <laughs> the, good. The most intense stare. So so good. Um. So. 
lovely cast of characters. Very, very excited to find out more about them. Um, also excited because, holy fucking shit, diversity in my Star Wars written by a white man? Is that so hard? Literally every other white person who writes anything? I know, like, that's the thing. Like, between Wendig and Alexander Freed, and, uh, you know, for, for better or worse, like, there's really no excuse. I know, like, it's like, you know, like, it's like, white man writing Star Wars, please never, but Alexander Freed's already here, and he does a great job. He can stay. <laughs> he can definitely stay. Um, yeah, no, like, I, I, when the, the cover for... Alphabet came out. Um, I know that, like, I got so excited to see that Eric is Asian. Um, obviously, she and Will are queer, as we talked about. Um, I am pausing because I'm looking at the outline because somebody was having a whole ass discussion about. Oh, it was Miranda who was just like, wait, that was her girlfriend? So yes, I know we've been over that. That's great. Um, but even like the minor characters, you know, we've got that um, person. Um, <laughs> um, what what the fuck is the name of the place? Uh, where the, the space pirate? Den. Yes. Uh, the hive the, and the something hive. Yeah, whatever. The hive of scum and villainy. Um, that. <laughs> no. Still don't like it. Don't. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like the 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 tour guide um, is non-binary. Like uses uses they them pronouns. Yay! And, like like they're intru- like it's kind it's like it's kind of like how um, talking John Marisa in um, Last Shot by Daniel Jose Older was introduced. They just use they them pronouns. It is it is introduced that way. Nothing is said about it. No, not a big deal is made about it because it's not a big deal. And I'm just like, fucking bravo that somebody like, like this is these are not hard concepts to understand, and yet for many people, for whatever fucking reason, it is just like the strangest, most mind blowing thing. And it's just like, and also when they get it right, they just like absolutely need to have like someone pat them on the back. Like, yeah, it's just. God bless Alexander Freed. <laughs> I mean, it's the Hello difference. There. It's the difference between the white people who like want, like who like brag about going to Black Lives Matter meetings, but then like so, don't actually show up for anything else. So the white people. Yeah. Well, versus the like few who just like go to stuff, and they you don't hear about it because they're like, I did an activity. Why why do I get credit for doing an activity? Like, there's no attempt to justify your characters because there's no need to justify your characters you know there's no 20 million scenes of them choosing a wig for example oh god um to speak of a book that we'll read next oh god oh boy um but yeah it's it's just like there's there's no there's no drug dealer past there's oh jesus uh but yeah so like it is there it is the you know way to introduce diversity is to not like there's there's a way to highlight it without making a big deal out of it Mm -hmm. and i think that's what freed does really well here because what that shows is that like it is simultaneously a big deal in its existence because the main characters are not white male coded human coded creatures but also like 
not making a big deal out of it because it isn't a big deal because this is the way the galaxy looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, like, it, it's just, especially for this specific thing, like, it is so easy to just slide a they-them pronoun in there. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I think I mentioned it. I wasn't on the pod when we did last shot. Was I? I have no, no. idea. I was not, but I, I remember um, like talking to you guys about it, and I, it took me like a chapter or two to realize that um, the taco person, Taka, Taka, Jesus, Taka, <laughs> was not because like, you know, I kind of like go about my life, and like I know non-binary people and have friends, so it's like, you know, I'm used to like seeing they them pronouns, so I just kind of glaze over it in the the book, and I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. There's a badass non-binary character in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, sir, how hard was that? Right. It guess what? It it it, it wasn't. <laughs> it it wasn't at all. I I love the number of people I talked to who super enjoyed that book. Who, when they were first introduced to Taka, they they just kept reading, and then they were like, and then at some point, after like long after Taka had been introduced, realized, wait, is this person non-binary? It goes all the way back, and they're like, yeah, no, these are all they pronouns, and this is like. Life is like that, right? Like, real life is like that. It's like, or it should be anyway. It's just like, these are my pronouns. I am a human being. Let us, let, let's yeah, be normal about this because it's, because, because there's nothing weird that's, about it, you know? And the other, that's while we're some cookies. singing DJO's praises, obviously DJ Older is not a white man, famously. Um, <laughs> but the other thing he does incredibly well with Taka is... Just, like, slip in and make very clear that they and their family are uh, Latinx-coded mm-hmm. with uh, a stay safe. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, it's it's that easy. You just write them like human beings and not, like, speaking, like, uh, African-American slang English or, like, the way white authors like to, like, really just, like, punctuate black characters' speech weirdly because they think that's how it works. Like, you just do it. You just write them like people, and it, they come out like people. I know. It's shocking. It's also like, you know, it's it's amazing what happens when you bother to look at the world and notice that there are more than white people, which seems to be a very difficult proposition for many, many white people. <laughs> Behold, others exist. We would be honored... If oh my gosh. Hey, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah. That seems like seems like the spot to end it with Darth Vader being honored that the white people are joining him. Yeah, as as if any of those those fuckers need to listen to this podcast. Everybody listening to this podcast is like three queer women hosting a podcast. I'm in. <laughs> are you suggesting um, anyway, that the white supremacists to this episode of the Book Wars Oh pod. no. Uh Remember to stay inside, wear a mask, social distance, uh, safer at home, etc. Our next episode is going to be Continuing Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed, reading chapters 6 through 9. If you read nice. the first bit, you realize that these chapters are kind of monstrous, so it is, it is a lot, even though it's only four chapters. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at BookWarsPod, BookWarsPod at gmail.com if you want to email us, and rate, review, and subscribe to both us and the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed. It's the best way for people to discover the show. 
Also, if you have the means and are so inclined, please give to the Tasha Station Radio Patreon and give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash bookwarspod. It helps us cover our hosting and production fees as well as it helps Kristen send us a 25-foot headphone extender cable. (laughs) (laughs) I did not make them 25 feet much as I wanted to. Uh, God. And whenever you give us coffee, we will post pictures of Porkchop, Orca, and Jasper on the gram. Our theme song is Whiz Bang by Pottington Fair. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terror Design. For Kate, Kristen, and Miranda, I'm Chris. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Now this is Podcast. For fuck's sake!